This week, the number one show on Netflix was Mother Backslash Android. Hey, Justin. Yes, Dave. Why are people watching this? I do not know, <laughs> but let's figure it out. Sorry, sorry, no worries. Okay. So, hello everyone and welcome to Why Are People Watching This? The show where I, Justin, and Dave, and Ashley watch whatever number one show is on Netflix and ask the question and then answer the question, (laughs) why are people watching this? That's a good intro. Yes. So, um, yeah. So, we're back in our same configuration as last time yep ashley and i in studio dave stuck out on zoom this time because of a snowstorm there's always (laughs) something around here (laughs) yep but we'll all end up back there eventually someday i'll see dave again in person i've almost forgotten what he looks like (laughs) yeah i haven't changed that much i'm just looking more old and haggard just like the rest of us i know yeah haggard although ashley you're not looking haggard you look I'm all like you're all feeling up or something. spry yeah, i'm you're feeling spry. very good it's very sunny out there even though we have a, a ridiculous amount of snow i mean it should i shouldn't say ridiculous i'm from alberta that's ridiculous yeah alberta is ridiculous <laughs> so okay so what is the show that we watched it was mother right. slash, slash android android Dave. Mother slash Android. Yeah, this is a film that was really trying to figure out what it was. But <laughs> let's give it. Let's let's just hear the synopsis and maybe that'll help us. Okay. All right. You ready? Uh, in a post-apocalyptic world rocked by a violent android uprising, a young pregnant woman and her boyfriend desperately search for safety. Yeah. There. I mean, that is it, kind of. <laughs> kind of. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it's trying. It's definitely what it tries what to make us want to feel. Right. Sort well, of. So, Ashley, All right. have you got a better synopsis? Give me your synopsis. I need your synopsis. Give me your synopsis. I need your synopsis now. Um, I have a synopsis. Um, <laughs> how millennials would fare in a post-apocalyptic world. Um, the answer is not well. <laughs> oh wow. wow that was un- that was very Jeez. judgy for yeah. your generation i know wow i know are you that implies yeah. that dave and i might fare better i think so i think you'd have better heads on your shoulders than um most of the people in this movie oh, yeah fair enough dave. wow th- thanks thanks for that ashley that's quite it's, that's quite kind. It's your wilderness experience. You're both well, well done. You know, wilderness. We're haggard, folk. old <laughs> haggard wilderness folk, Dave. Yeah, you're, wow, you're well, forest trolls. Let's be honest. I'll give. I'll give I'll, <laughs> that's harsh. I'll give the I'll give the millennials one thing. They really know how to stay clean in the wilderness. I know. According, according to this film, so ridiculous. Anyway. Absolutely insane. Yeah. Yeah. I got a lot of I got a lot of comments. I know. Okay. All right. All right. What, do you, what do you got for a synopsis, Justin? Let's see. I said I would rather dive into a swimming pool filled with murderous <laughs> androids than spend one more minute listening to these characters talk about boats, babies, or Boston. This could have been an action-packed post-apocalyptic romp featuring a lineup of very fine actors, but instead were subjected to protracted, senseless, and confusing dialogue about the merits of boats as a solution to a problem that I never quite understood. (laughs) That makes me very happy, Justin. Yeah, I love that. I absolutely love that. <laughs> what do you got, Dave? Uh, oh. <clears throat> okay. Human arrogance leads us to construct a race of android servants that then turns against us and tries to wipe us out. 
No, I'm not talking about the critically acclaimed series Battlestar Galactica, nor am I referring to the action-packed Terminator franchise. This is Mother backslash Android, a sleepy, (laughs) meandering tale that spends most of its time trying to give us the feels about how precious human life is by following a couple on the worst camping trip ever, (laughs) only to leave us empty-headed, empty-handed, and gutted by the pointlessness of human emotion. (laughs) Yeah. You're right. It's, yep. It was sleepy and meandering. Yep. I, I've never come across a, a post-apocalyptic film that was so sleepy relaxed. and meandering. The point yeah. is, it's supposed to be dramatic, <laughs> and it was just like, oh, oh, man. they're camping in the woods. And That's they were, nice. and they themselves were so relaxed and oh boring. My God. They were so boring. The dialogue in this movie was it senseless. It, oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Before we rip, right. apparently yeah. we've all got strong <laughs> opinions about this movie. We're all on the same page. Yeah. Today, I think. Okay. But okay. But let's not before we crap on it, Dave. What do we do first? This is okay, I guess. This was okay, I guess. Could have been a lot better, but also worse. Right. So what do you got, Ashley? Yeah, say something nice, Ashley. Well, all right. Um, I only have two. So the first one is obviously the premise of what the world would be like after androids have already taken over is interesting because I I actually I loved um, Will Smith's iRobot the As- based on the Asimov books I really really enjoyed that film and okay. it kind of it, it felt like uh, it could have been a very interesting follow up to if the robots had actually taken over and the world was different and what that would have looked like mm-hmm. it, it could have been so good mm-hmm. so the promise was there and i guess that's a like it sounds like it's a it's pretty was good yeah the premise was good and they screwed it up is definitely the second half yeah but okay so the the overall concept was appealing yes okay and the only other like the only other like (laughs) no um is i i thought the question of what what they would miss like what you what what you personally would miss about our current modern world in this situation was relatively okay. What did they say? I don't, even I don't remember. know. They said like they they said the internet. internet. They just said the internet. Sushi, <laughs> sushi, and socks. That's right. <laughs> that socks. was their their list. So I I the only reason I thought this was interesting because I wanted to ask you, Dave, and you, Justin, what your top three would be if you had to come up with your top three things that you would miss about our current modern world if there was an apocalypse or a android takeover and i and and we were living in the woods <laughs> yes that, uh... yes camping in the woods <laughs> um sort of concerned about a situation but well, also not that concerned. i would miss food that i didn't have to go out and kill like <laughs> How are they eating? That's a great point. How are they eating is the number one question. What were they eating? How this are they eating? Whole movie, where is their water source? Every 30 seconds, I'm like, where are they getting their food? How are they eating? Never once did they address it. They just were fine. And they were totally they fine. Called. He missed socks, but they had, for some reason, plenty of food. Yeah. Okay. What I would miss was the thing they didn't yeah. address in this was easy access to food yeah. so I don't die. Yeah. That would be a great thing to have. And being dry. And being dry. Yeah, I think. Yep. Yeah, just just the natural comforts of like warmth, like all the things on the hierarchy of needs, right? Yeah. Like your shelter and your food and your water, and 
and how they these guys solve those problems very quickly for a couple of as ashley said like useless <laughs> empty-headed millennials they yeah. solved all those problems and they didn't tell us how they were just somehow like, well, they were carrying enough food for a pregnant woman yeah yeah <laughs> They missed sushi because they, for some reason, magically solved the normal problems of shelter and, fo- and food. Um, nonsense. I actually have some, I have two very interesting, I have a little list. And I, because th- there was one thing that I realized um, while talking to my boyfriend while we were watching this movie. Oh, that you'd miss? It was a TikTok? No! If you say TikTok, you can leave. <laughs> I don't even have TikTok, okay. Justin. Right. Um, obviously, I'd miss my comfy bed would be number one. Okay. My dog, because having a Did a, you eat your pet... dog in this scenario? No. <laughs> you couldn't have pets in a post-apocalyptic. Of course end. you can have pets. No, you couldn't. What are you talking about? They would get you killed. They would no. bark and then an android would come running and then you'd I... have to feed them and theoretically. Well... I put to you the following hypothesis. All right. All right. The success of the human species was based on our intimate interaction with the domesticated animals in our lives, including wolves that turn into dogs. Well, no, but there's no androids in the past that have taken over and are going to murder you. <laughs> oh, I see. So they're in, an, in an android world, the dogs yes. are liable. Yes, exactly. But like, I so do you would have killed and eaten your dog. I would not. I would have lived in my house with my dog until an android came and murdered us, and that would be the end of. of you me. would die <laughs> instead of killing and eating your dog. You would die alongside your dog. That's right. That's how much I love my dog. Okay. Yeah. So you can't, but you wow. can't miss the dog in this scenario because you already are dead alongside exactly, your dog. Exactly. Exactly. So okay. I would just not. And the last one. Now this is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Although apparently they didn't have a problem. <laughs> Well, they did have a problem, but being loud because sound in this situation, in this world, is your enemy. You can't be making raucous amounts of Dave, noise. And this we know of Ashley. Is it though? <laughs> is it really though? A- Ashley would be dead instantly, instantly. in a in an android world no, where yes. you had to instantly. be quiet. Instantly, I would. I wouldn't even last yeah. at the to the end of a word. Like you know, you know, in the first scene where all the people just end up smeared on walls. And that would be me because I'd just be like, "What are we?" <laughs> That's <dead>. true. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be a cloud yeah. of drones following you at all times. <laughs> you are correct. Yeah. You are correct. Okay. But yeah, I thought it was interesting. I mean, obviously they didn't. They weren't quiet in this movie, and that made no sense. But normally in post-apocalyptic movies, like that lovely John Krasinski Emily Blunt movie about the silence and the death yes, yes. girl, and yeah, yeah you have yeah. to be silent because you you would be killed otherwise. So uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah. Anyway, that was my three. Okay, so those. Okay, so that you... were, those were my three. Yes. Grammatic. Wow. Grammar English is happening. Your face things. out make words. Um, okay. So Dave, what uh, Ashley didn't have much well, that she liked. What did you like? Well, I'm on board with Ashley. I think this is a good premise. Like the premise is there because this, this has been the premise for many, 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 many movies. You know, this whole yeah. we create these cyborg servants and we mistreat them, and lo and behold, once they become conscious enough, they rise, rise up and kill up. us all. Right. So I, I think, I mean, it's totally good. Premise. I think we need more of this, actually, more of these. Just why are we doing this? Why are we trying to make something that's more intelligent than us that is inevitably going to realize we're the problem and yes. kill us off? I mean, yeah. that's this is so I think I, I admire the premise and I think we actually need more of these type of movies. Yeah. Just to keep hammering home. Like, why is Facebook trying to make AI? Why are why are we trying to get to the sing- singularity? Somebody uh, needs to try like again. They just need to redo this whole thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I thought the woman, Chloe Moretz, I think her name is, mm. she acted the shit out of this as far as what she was handed. She was handed like a pile of steaming dog shit as far <laughs> as 
as like a script went, but she, uh, you know, I think she did the best she could. Like those scenes where she's struggling through the woods as like a nine months pregnant woman. That was believable. Like, the, you know, with times when she was like sprinting, carrying somebody, <laughs> dragging her boyfriend with no legs, that was a little less easy to believe. Yeah. But some of them, some of those things were real, you know, she did a good, good as job as she could. I liked the fact that it was all taking place out in nature because as Ashley said, what would you miss? Usually in these apocalyptic movies, I think what the thing is, is we need to get back to nature. That's yeah. where we're trying. That's our problem is we've moved towards technology too much and that's always our downfall. So I liked that they wrote in nature and, you know, it was like, well, here's your answer. Like you, you should just be living like this. Stop creating artificial intelligence <laughs> and just go back to being a hermit. Being ah, a hermit with nature. forest like, trolls. <laughs> yeah. We should all yeah, be forest like, trolls. Go back to being forest exactly um which i thought was really hammered home there was one scene she's kind of staring wistfully out at a lake for some reason when they're at one of those like they were so calm they were no man's land and they're just like let's just sit and whistle a song or hum a song yeah she's humming a little song and then then they brutally murder a guy for having a hip replacement like next to her and then they just throw his body in a lake and i'm like well this is why our androids want to kill us like now you've just polluted the entire lake with like E. coli, right? You've just, you've just decimated this whole biosphere that could have kept you alive. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I just felt like, okay, there's some messages in this and they get way out of, out of uh, focus, but they could have, uh, you know, they're important messages. So that's pretty much all I had that was positive about it. All right. Short list. Um, Justin? Yeah, well, th- at the top of my list was uh, Grace... Chloe Moretz, that's her name, right? Chloe Moretz, yeah. Uh, she's great. She's a good actor, and she, like you said, acted the shit out of this. Mm. Even though it was nonsense she had to work with, the dialogue was not oh, natural was... dialogue at all. Oh, my God. And she did a good job. It was brutal. Uh, so she really was, and the other guy, too, the other, he's fine, too. Yeah. But, like, so the acting was fine. Yeah. Um. So she, you know, without, imagine if there was, like, a sort of poor actor like a b actor who was in that role this yeah. would have been like insufferable well you wouldn't i mean it never would have yeah. made number one because even with the like i this is i know i this is the point of the show but i know why the hell were people watching this like do, do, do things get to number one on netflix if people watch them for five minutes and then turn them off we've had this discussion Wait, yeah we talked about this before yeah and i don't know we don't i'm not really sure no we because this email this, netflix because this was up the <laughs> it was up the list and then it dropped right like right. it's no and so i think it's i think it's that it's a new release mm. it's like it's like the opening weekend of a movie right it's a new release people go see it yeah because it sounds like an interesting premise and then after a couple of days you'll know by mm. word of mouth whether or not it's any good and also they've probably just watched everything else on netflix so they're just desperate for new things yeah and then there it comes and i mean she's uh, a she's, she's an relatively, actor who's, yeah. she's been in a lot of things and so you'd recognize her name yeah and the idea is yeah. interesting um yeah. because i like we we're all interested in the premise yes so I, w- I would have watched this anyway because okay. it's an android movie and yeah. i'm like i want to see robots and yes. so yeah so there you go um so i liked her she was fantastic so uh, every bad thing that we're going to say about this movie i just want to say thank you to her for acting as well as she did we do yes. if you're listening i'm sure you are miss um grace uh, was that her name am i saying it correctly grace uh, Moretz, is Moretz? it? Moretz. Yeah, I should know these things. She's been in a lot of movies I like. I, anyway, if yeah. you're listening, you're an amazing actor. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, something is going to land that's not this. Um, anyway, 
I'm sure she's listening. Yeah. I, I'm sure she really appreciates. <laughs> oh yeah, she's probably opinion. hanging. She's, ha- she's hanging on your every word. Yeah, oh yeah, exactly. there's oh that forest troll from Nova Scotia. God, what does he think? <laughs> I wish he would tell me. I'm anyway. Um, so I like the one scene where at the very end. Boston is on fire in the yeah. background and it's not just because I kind of think Boston's an annoying city but Boston's <laughs> on fire in the background and she's acting and there's the whole like final scene and like that was just a, a her acting in that was real compelling and uh-huh. I like the visual of of what they were doing with the boat and the dock and the and the thing on fire and the stealing of the children yeah. yeah. Which I thought I thought that part was interesting because it's almost like a reversal of American imperialism, right? Yes. It's like yes. you know, America's burning to the ground and here comes Korea to take our children. You know can what we, I mean? Can we talk about that for a second? Well, I thought I, I think Dave is right. Like it's I don't know why I I'm confused as to why Korea. It's guys, not, it's guys, not an island let nation. Me tell you. They should have robots everywhere. Yes. Let me tell you. This entire movie, uh-huh. the true the true synopsis of this movie should read Uh-oh. a North Korean plot to steal American babies. <laughs> they, so they, they created the androids. They, they sent them out into the world and they programmed them because that, that never gets answered why they were able to kill humans. I bet you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, but I had the question, like, why is Korea safe? Like, I can see. It's so weird. I can see like a rural <laughs> island nation, not Japan or Korea, because they're filled with robots and androids. That's yeah. where they come from. Yeah, so right. maybe you're a conspiracy this theory. This is it. Plot. It's a conspiracy theory. They have created the androids. They've created the problem. America and now is they're burning. Stealing babies. Give us your babies. Yeah. No parents, yeah. just the babies. And this. <laughs> I mean, you're right, Dave, because like, you know, after the war, like there were a lot of uh, Korean refugees, babies, yeah, yeah uh, refugees adopted in the United States. And now we're sort of like we reframing it, it, we're flipping the narrative. And so that's part of it. I know I'm being terribly inappropriate. It's just that no, was no. what popped in. It's the hats. You know, the hats they were wearing. Very, very. I thought that North I don't. Korean I don't know if they were North or South Korean, but I assume <laughs> South Korean. No, I know, but this is what I'm saying: is that I think the truth was that they were North Koreans, and they came to steal. America. Well, that would that would ring true because in you know as North Korea, if this world building is like the North Korea we know, which is militarily highly advanced, but technologically like in the Stone Age, right? Yeah. Um, if oh, you so go to the had, countryside. Ah! They had fewer androids because they couldn't afford them. Aha! And the plot thickens. No, I'm just <laughs> Well, I don't think you're crazy. I think that's a reasonable explanation. Because there was never an they never answer answered. as to why Korea or why the robots Could were doing do what, what they, they were doing. Do. Yeah, yeah. Never addressed. And now those are the aside from where are they getting their food, I wanted to know why are the robots doing this. Okay, let's just jump right into grumbles and gripes uh-huh. because we're already there. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's do it. Come on and tell me what you don't like. I'm gonna tell you what I don't like. Come on and hit me with your insides, grumbles and gripes. So, oh my God. first, I just want to start off with because this is where you all start from. Yep. What the hell does the title mean? Oh yeah. Mother <laughs> slash and is that because she's an android? Well, that here's was my of, yeah. Here's my guess is that somebody was writing this script and they couldn't think of the proper title and they just kind of wrote these are the two options and they handed it off for like for like oh bidding God. to different studios and and somewhere in that process nobody ever actually decided on one title or another they just thought that was the title so indecisive uh writers that's oh, the, okay that's hilarious <laughs> I, oh 
Okay, okay. I'll accept that because there really is no real explanation. Given, you're right. It's a weird title. It's, it makes no sense. I mean, the whole movie makes no sense. There's just nothing... It's all none. Well, first of all, my biggest gripe, my biggest grumble mm-hmm. is what do you guys think about the entire premise of them having going forward? Like they specifically said in the movie that they chose to have this baby. They decided she got pregnant. They weren't sure what they were going to do. She didn't even she kept referring to the fact that she should have broken up with him, which, which was, was just weird. ridiculous but and no, weird. It implied that there was an option at some point yes. whether or not to terminate the pregnancy. Yes. And they chose, and to, they have chose to have a baby during the android apocalypse. Yes. I yeah. agree with you. <laughs> what the fuck? They 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 sat down they sat down with Planned Parenthood, you yeah. know, after after his own, after the androids had taken over and they just yeah. had this a calm discussion with somebody and Here are your made options. This yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, Raising this it. is as a woman, as a woman, if yeah. this had been the situation, if the night that you find out that you're pregnant with a child that you don't really want there is an android apocalypse. I would ru- I would run to a, a pharmacy and like ransack the pharmacy the morning after for a morning after pill because you're still within that realm of you know. It's a legitimate it makes question. Makes no sense. Because like no sense. especially those first few weeks or months when when she knew she was pregnant. Yeah. And that was exactly when the start of essentially the apocalypse happens. Yeah. Those, those that's the moment when you would be the most likely to be like, oh no, the no. timing is slightly wrong. <laughs> For this baby. This might not be the best. <laughs> yeah. No, they weren't thinking about that, apparently. And it's for the guy she didn't necessarily want to be with. She just kept repeating that. She didn't want to, like, I should have broken up with you. Like, what the- And she saw her friends and parents presumably murdered. I guess. And she has no support system. Why? Why? Yeah. And how are they so calm? Like, <laughs> what are we doing? How long? Like, it, the, it's, uh, they it's skipped an impo- over. Well, I, see, yeah. The, one of the main issues I have with this is I don't think anyone was reacting like a normal human would react. Yes. The dialogue was not right. Right, yeah. and what they were doing never made sense nope. to me. And it all stems from why are they even deciding to have a baby yeah. <laughs> in this podcast yeah. when they had a choice. Yeah, exactly. So. I, I get that. I do understand that the premise of the film was that they were trying to, to like, at, at one point, the android there, Arthur, oh, spoiler alert, I guess. Um, one point, he's like, um, love is the problem, you know, human emotion is the problem. And, and it, maybe what they should have done is made a very, or maybe they were trying to make a very clear case that, that love is horrible and it will all get us killed. And it was, it's a terrible, terrible idea. I didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> he was, it was very odd. I have a question for both of you. Yes. Uh, can you, because the point of this movie seemed to be that they needed to get through the, the no man zone to get to Boston and then eventually get to <laughs> the boat. A, a, the boat. <laughs> I, I hate the word boat. So someone tell me. What was driving them to do what they were doing? It, 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 what was their goal? What were they trying to do? Just give me safety. A... No, no, no. Just like okay. What, what, like, why should we understand that it was so important for them to get to Boston? Well, theoretically, Boston was safe. It was a holdout, a last holdout of humanity, uh, where they could potentially raise their child. But no, but they wanted to get on the boat. So that you're right. Yeah. What were they? They don't care about Boston. They just want to get on this damn boat. They want to go on a cruise. And the boat is in Boston. They knew that there was a boat in Boston. (laughs) According to the pamphlet, guys. Okay. So their whole motivation was to get as quickly as they could to the boat, which was 
parked off of Boston. Somewhere. I guess so. Yes. Right? Was that it? Well, and there yeah. was a shipping container well, out in the ocean waiting for the little boat. That so was the boat. They're yeah. shipping babies. Well, <laughs> yeah, they knew they knew they could get away. They just wanted to get away from whatever this was. Because Korea. Was but they didn't really know. They didn't know where they were. They knew they knew they were going to. Did they even know they were going to Korea? They, there were the other options going? at first. They just said Asia, and then they narrowed in on Korea. And then when they got to the boat, of course, it was Korea. But at the start, it was like we need to get to Asia because they're it's better in Asia but then they never explain why so correct me if I'm wrong they're coming up they said from Pittsburgh through Western Mass and they were headed toward Boston and at one point she's looking at a map she's like we're gonna head up to New Hampshire to get a boat she said this to get a boat and then take that boat to Boston where we're gonna get a boat Am I wrong about that? <laughs> no, that's what she said. And she said that it would take them. Um, they're looking at each other. And, and he's like, well, how long is it going to take for us to walk up the coast? And she's like, oh, about two weeks. And you're like, how do you know that? And if you know it, why doesn't he know it? Because you've been together this whole time. So my final question, because this is, I was so confused as to why they maybe wanted to walk to New Hampshire. Yeah. Was if they needed a boat to get to another boat. Yes. And they're in that part of Mass or whatever on the East Coast. Why didn't they go directly east to where the ocean is and find a <laughs> boat? And then take that <laughs> boat to Boston. Like, why are they going through this oh android-infested forest? Well, they, never... wanted, they wanted one of those good New Hampshire boats, though. That's the good boats are up in New Hampshire. Everybody knows that, Justin. I honestly was like, oh, because also it seemed like androids couldn't get onto boats. Yeah. And so, like, oh, why isn't everyone just going onto a boat I... on the ocean and then bypassing all this bullshit? Because androids can't get on boats, apparently. And, and so that's what I mean. Like, I didn't understand why they needed to get through this no man's land and or go to New Hampshire when they could have just gotten a boat to get to the other boat. Yeah. Why didn't they do that? I don't understand. And then I was lost because the movie made no sense. And and like Okay, just... here, here's the thing, Justin. I think this can all be encapsulated in one thing. I think they just took a bunch of writers <laughs> and threw them in a room and they all kind of wrote a little something and then they just picked up all their papers, shuffled them all in any kind of order, and then just threw them down on a table. And so let's make a movie out of this. And then and then anytime we get to a point where it just seems weird, we'll have somebody fall asleep and then wake up and then a whole bunch of shit has happened. Yes. And yeah. and then we'll just we'll just bypass how all this shit happened and how we got here. Magical yeah. time traveling we'll, sleepers. Yeah. And also yeah, and and just, it, like whenever you had the question of like why is this person doing something, the answer is to get to a boat. <laughs> Oh my yeah. god. Like how did they make it? My question is, the big question that I had is they are the the characters, not the, not the actors. The characters that they have written are so incredibly dumb. How have they made it this far? How have they made it this far? Like how did they get how did out they of get the city? 9 months along. Yes. yes. How did they survive for 9 months being that incredibly stupid? Camping. Camping and with no food. <laughs> Where so, did they get the food? Nine months worth of food <laughs> that they've been carrying with them <laughs> in those yeah. big packs. Oh, my favorite part of that was when they're in the they're in their tent, like fully lit, like with about a seven thousand lumen light in this tent. <laughs> yes, yes. In the, in the middle of these dangerous woods, and he hears a noise. He goes, "What's that?" And he sticks his head out, shines his light all around. She goes, "Come on back inside." It's yes, <laughs> and some, like fort, fortified cabin or like some palisade or something. And yeah, he just crawls back in the tent and they go to sleep. It's and like then they okay, sleep yeah. like babies. That, I had that that same moment. It's so absurd where he's like, "I think I hear an android." Essentially, is what's happening. <laughs> She's yeah. like, don't worry about it. Come back in. <laughs> no. Also, the second most absurd scene was like 
They no. get on this motorcycle and they're like, bah, 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 she's drive. nine months bah, pregnant. Bah. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Whatever. And they're like, we got to get through this evil android forest as fast as we can. <laughs> then they, they cut to a scene where they are lounging by a pond, completely not in a hurry, speaking very loudly. Humming music. Humming music. And she's got her feet in the oh, water. Look, it's an android. I wonder where it came from. They just established that they're in the android forest. And she she couldn't be more relaxed. And then they're like, and then they look up and they're like, oh, there's an android. No crap! You just uh, you spent twenty minutes establishing how dangerous this yeah, forest yeah. was, and here you are like and having a picnic. The idea that she could get on a dirt bike on very bumpy terrain at nine months pregnant, she would lose the fucking baby. Like it would just be like boom, yeah. Boom, boom, it wasn't boom, even boom, a motorcycle; boom. it was a dirt. bike. It was a dirt bike, yeah. and they're supposedly whipping through trees. She would have jostled that baby right out of there. She would have had late. She got into premature labor or something. Made no touch sense. the old Braxton Hicks. Oh Listen, my God. Um, Dave, what I else really, have you got? I really, I really feel the guy. You know, so I think we need to pay a little bit of attention to when she gets rescued after this ludicrous chase scene through the woods <laughs> on this motorcycle, which I wouldn't even address that because as far as chase scenes go, like oh my God. she's that, I know they, gun they have, randomly. <laughs> Yeah, like just a crack shot, and like jostled you know, by the dirt bike. There's and she hits. There's it. twenty androids. She has a six shooter, and she just <laughs> fires like willy nilly. And she gets him right in the head, apparently. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, oh. but just bypassing that completely and getting to this guy in the Arthur. woods, the Arthur guy, <laughs> and his goddamn like his like suit of armor made out of. You know, I had to pause it and look closely. It's like this is made out of aluminum, like pop can lids. It's fiber and, like, optic, like fibers, you know, like the yeah. the, the little fun so little fiber. He, he gives her that whole speech about how it's like love that is like the, and I was like, no, it's not love. It's obviously idiocy and stupidity. Yes. Like she's in this thing. All her answers can be oh. gotten from this one guy, and she doesn't. Yeah. You know, she asks him once, and he kind of blows her off, and then she just goes to sleep. You know, and, and again, and can we just big, can we talk about? Like, oh. He's so he, he's obviously an android. Yes. Like right off the bat, I was like, "Oh, this Instantly. guy's an android." He has like a weird, stare- creepy head tilt. And you feel you know. fooling well, nobody. Yeah, he's staring at her through these glasses that are like completely shattered, and it's like, okay, you we're supposed to believe this premise that you guys have been living with androids since I think in the opening scene there was like a TV doing an advertisement like we've been producing androids since 1969. So it's like you've been living amongst androids for this long. And still, you can't recognize an android. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, Telltale because later size. he says we're given human emotions, and sometimes it's hard to tell if it's like at one point. That's yeah, the, at the, yeah, totally oh, crazy. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but I could tell like five seconds into that interaction. Oh, this guy's an android. Like there was no. Like, so, did you guys believe this guy was a human at any point? No, because. The jacket that he gave her, it was ludicrous, <laughs> right? It looks stupid. And you're yeah. like, well, that doesn't work, doesn't right? Nothing. Immediately, you're and like... And she asks him, does this really work? And he's, and like, he's like, yes, yes, it does. I'm not an android. <laughs> and But I have a question for you. Was was the whole premise that since he was the mole and he was trying to get into the city and I guess just her happening upon his little hut made this all work come together? Why was... 
anyway, but was was the point that he was working with the androids in the murder house to 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 get yes. her in there? That was the whole that premise. They had set that up for apparently years, just waiting months, for a pregnant waiting for mother <laughs> to come, waiting for a couple on a motorbike to come along so they could execute their dastardly plan. Because they plan. wouldn't get in without the the pregnancy. I will, I'll go back into. I want to like I'll go back into when they got into Boston later oh on because that's. I, but I, yeah. there's so many things about okay. First of all, the jackets. Yes. I want to go back to the jackets. Yes. It looked stupid. Yeah. Her head and arms and legs and were <laughs> sticking out of it. So did she honestly, like this goes to your point of these people are idiots. Like did she honestly think that because her torso yeah. was in this stupid jacket that the androids couldn't see her head? <laughs> Like, is she, like the whole time I kept writing down, like, this is a ludicrous. Can we can just imagine for me, everyone, use your lovely imaginations to think of, like, back in the day, I don't know if it was an animated TV show, but somebody put um, a, a, cor- a cor- colander, like a, um, on their head, like a, a metal colander with a little antenna sticking out, and they wore, like, a vest, and they're like, beep, pop, boop, pop, alien. Like, that's what this reminded it, me of. It was, it, so- yes, but it's like. It's the equivalent of a tinfoil hat. Yes. Is what this guy, he's like, hey, wear this tinfoil hat, <laughs> Aliens won't be able to read your mind. <laughs> it was if they had made the if they had made like the a more convincing jacket helmet situation that we would maybe have been fooled into thinking it was real. But like yeah. we were like, come on, <laughs> and we and then we look at her and we have yeah. pity on her for not realizing it. So, but then to the android, so I and I just didn't understand the entire storyline that was that he was. A mole that was yeah. working with other androids. Because it's ludicrous. Into, that's why. Because there, there was no consistency. Like no. he was, there was no. It made no. He was the worst bad guy I have ever seen also, on television. There's this line. <laughs> there's, there's so many Movies. holes in this plot. Oh, man. But the, one of my favorite things was he has a little. First of all, I called him Mister Exposition because that's all he was there to do was just <laughs> explain what was happening. But at one point, he's like androids like will sacrifice themselves for the greater good of their goal. Yeah. That's like a point he makes. It's a very important point. Mm-hmm. Five minutes later, they're outside of the compound and she's about to go in. And he's like, you should like save yourself. Don't go in. You should save yourself because that's exactly what an android would do. What? Literally yeah. contradicting <laughs> what he had said moments earlier. Well, and he tells her, he literally says... She was gonna. She says, "I'm gonna go rescue this guy," and she's. And he says, "I'm not gonna give you my armor to do that, because that's stupid." And, and then he gives. And then instantly two, he gives her two, two of pieces them. of his stupid armor. Yeah. Like, what are we? What else? Maybe he's just so smart as an android that he knows every nonsensical thing to say to oh to fool this god. idiot girl. Oh my god. Okay, let's talk about them in Boston. Let's move oh, on to the. Wait, whole... Dave, do you have more to wait, say yes. about Mister Exposition, the robot? Oh, prior to his reveal. I, I, I just said, this is just another plot question, is how did this, uh, you know, they had to get screening to go into this, like, stupid military camp in the woods. How oh did this God, guy yes. drive his, his truck full of weirdness and, like, this android? How did he just drive into the center this is of Boston? My num- this yeah. is my number one question for this movie, aside from what are they eating, <laughs> is, like they, they, like, they spent 20 minutes explaining how hard it is to get into military encampments because they think that you're maybe an android and they even shot a guy yeah. with a with an artificial hip they shot a, a human man yeah. and killed him because he might be oh, an no. android don't worry they explained it because there was she was going into labor so obviously they just let her in even is, though they kicked her out when she was nine months pregnant at the last place it is beyond <laughs> ludicrous to think that the most heavily fortified anti-android city in the world was just let 
an android drive straight in without checking him or anyone else. Yeah, and then apparently it's her fault because she's like, I think I made a mistake. It's like, no, they made a mistake. You're it's, just an idiot. Like, <laughs> it's ludicrous in the sense that they literally established the whole <sighs> premise of this world is that they check to make sure you're not an android at yeah. military step points, it's, uh, checkpoints, yeah. and then and then they let her him straight in. It's it's bonk. It's- well, and that they spent so much time setting up that premise when they got into the other encampment, and then yeah. they're fighting with these mil. And he goes. Oh, I to didn't understand. Fight. Why did he take oh. his shirt off to I- fight, Dave? <laughs> Dave, have you been in to like show fist- off the brand? Have you been course. in random fist fights in your life where you had to strip in order to fight? Yeah, is that a thing that happens? No, I think- yeah. Oh yeah, all all fights are like that, Justin. Did you not know that? I, just, <laughs> I've never had this. Always gotta be. Everybody has to give each other like at least five minutes to just get as many clothes off as you need and see. And I yourself I up a bit. I was at that point in the movie when we got to that whole military encampment thing. I was still in the realm of well, maybe they're gonna do something with this. So I was watching the film and I was expecting that perhaps this bad guy that they were setting up, who took his shirt off and was branding other people, was somehow going to help them to get to Boston. Even though he was like, I thought, well, maybe he's the bad yeah. guy and they fight and he's gonna come nope. back and find them later. And nope. and then nothing, nothing. was nope. ever said Mindless. about nope. this. Fight. You never see the guy again. Apparently, he's blind in one eye. Ugh. Ugh. Totally bizarre. Ugh. All right. And what, oh, you know, Mr. Exposition Android Robot, he says, if you don't want them to catch you, come with me now, which is an obvious, like, come with me if you want to live Terminator thing. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. and that was corny. They did that on purpose. Oh, man. Oh, oh there's so much to say. But one of the, uh, one of my top five most ludicrous things yeah. is uh, an important like comedy plot point is that he's saying how good all-star shoes are when you're running through the forest and trying to escape things. Now, all-stars are the worst goddamn shoes when it comes to foot protection, ankle support, and and like being waterproof. There can be no worse shoe. Crocs Crocs would be better apocalypse shoes because they're not as heavy. Yeah, Yeah, and they're not as heavy. They have some. uh, They have some shape to them, unlike an all star. Yeah, it was beyond (laughs) ludicrous to me. I have a shoe-related comedic moment. You know, so when they get to the uh, the the hospital and she wakes up and and uh, the other Mister Exposition guy, which has to tell the whole story we just saw five seconds ago to the to the guy who's interviewing, and then all hell breaks loose, and then she looks over at her boyfriend who we've just we've just had this whole moment where we realize he's got no feet or no legs. And she goes, what is his name? Peter or whatever the hell you've got to get up. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I laughed out loud. He's like, get up. <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm like, he can't get up. He just, we just demonstrated. He has no feet. Oh, like, what are we going <laughs> to? I, oh my oh God. Man, I just, I had I, my laugh out loud moment, Dave was when she's wheeling down the hallway. Yes, it's so <laughs> ludicrous. And she's the savior of mankind. And then she gets there and he tells her, "You, you are you going to turn the EMP off for me or am I going to have to shoot your baby? And then she turns the EMP off. Well, or she fires it but off. But that moment, yes, because oh like, my I, God. after an operation and you're scooting down the hallway in your wheelchair, <laughs> it's, 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 it's hard to turn that into like a dramatic moment. But what's so dumb is like after being so weak, that she can't even get out of a chair. Yeah. The android guy comes at her. A horde of androids show up. And what does she do? <laughs> she 
She holds them at bay with one toe on a fence. <laughs> and she's in a wheelchair, guys. Right. She would have rolled backwards oh my the God. second anyone pushed she had, the door. She in. had more strength than 40 robots in that moment. And then and then turn the MP on. <laughs> Just by, and then of course Boston is burning, but it doesn't well, matter. Well, hold on, because <laughs> after she turns off the EMP, we cut to her in bed next to her boyfriend. Yeah. So and she I'm went like, back there, and so, the robots did not murder her. Well, there's no explanation, like, because they said like they want them to fire the EMP initially yeah. so that they get the second wave of androids in. But then he was trying to disable it. I don't know. In yeah. any event, we we're supposed to understand that the EMP saved her in that moment. Because it got but rid of all the something. androids that were there, there already. at the moment. But then more were coming in because Boston is being is under attack. Yeah. And so she is just calmly <laughs> taking a nap. Taking a picture taking with a her nap, boyfriend. Taking a picture. Yeah. Knowing that there's more androids wait, wait, coming. Wait, wait, wait. We missed the whole moment where this terrible bad guy who has been, you know, who's Mr. come Exposition. In, yeah, Mr. Exposition has, has revealed himself and is chasing her. And then he just dies. She just shoots him. And he's dead. And he just falls down. And that's the when end she, of him. And then it's over. This, this kind of, when, when she shot him like that, because this is the first time we really see how easily these guys are killed. Or I yeah. mean, we've seen them get hit by a bat or something or whatever. But I'm like, well, wait a sec. The whole premise of this is that, you know, we're, we're just, you know, we're on the brink of extinction because we're fighting this war against these androids. Yeah. But, but do you, you know, the U.S. military against these androids? Just I mean, come on, that's... Unless they've they've got a hold of the the military, what's the problem I don't here? Know. I mean, it takes fifteen percent more effort to kill an android than a regular person. <laughs> I think our mili- then they were all like waiters and butlers or whatever. I think we could have taken them. And at some point in the movie, they even say, um, "Well, after the MP, all they had left was guns." And then and then like at some point they were they were basically intimating that guns weren't enough to stop these but they clearly are yeah they are this woman oh. the post-operative lady in a wheelchair took oh out not only oh. that guy but a whole army of them i have another huge complaint oh my god all right this guys could, we're gonna be here for hours <laughs> can i can go on and on can we just talk about the fact that they were sleeping in a hospital in a double bed when have you ever seen a double or potentially queen-sized hospital bed? That is not a thing. Well, it's a good question. Maybe they just pulled it from a local house or something. No, I don't know. But this I is what know. I'm saying. You would never have a double bed that's big enough for two people and a baby in a hospital. It just doesn't happen. It's not a thing. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh. Well, I hate to open the door to this because oh, no. I feel like this entire movie didn't need to be in here. <laughs> What about a scene that doesn't need to be in here specifically? This didn't need to be in there. Why, oh, why did they include this scene? This didn't need to be in there. Tell me, what were they thinking? Oh, oh, shit. Okay. So many. Okay. You go, Okay, go ahead. All right. Um... Well, obviously, I, the Arthur telling her, I'm not going to give you my armor. And then he does that. Um, the android stomping on his leg. Oh, the that's f- my scene. Why the fuck? It was so graphic <laughs> and horrible. so disturbing. It so and gross. it went on for so long. <laughs> and and they're was... supposed to be not emotional. So why are they stomping on his yeah, legs? And, and the sounds were so gross. Yeah. And I'm like, it was, I was like, oh, this is real uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't like this at all. And and I don't, like, I don't think it, 
I don't think it was necessary. It was completely unnecessary. It was just, it bumped it up a level of, of disgusting I disturbingness know. that I did not need. That's the scene I didn't want to be in there. It was cringy. I had one other one, <laughs> which was the her burning the pictures. Because they started off with that scene at the very beginning of the movie. And then they went back to it. Except the problem is, we don't even see her boyfriend. After she gives the baby... And they say goodbye and she cries. She lets him bleed out at the dock. <laughs> she, by himself. <laughs> she <laughs> could give a crap. She's... And then she burns all the pictures that she has of him. Why are you burning these precious photos that you worked so hard to obtain? Like, what well, is my, the point? My, my addition to that question would be, why would you not give the picture of you and your father to the to baby? The baby? Yes. Send it with the baby so oh. when it grows up, it can look back and go, oh, these are with my real parents. With her letter that she wrote. Oh, man, Dave. For 10 minutes. I wish you were in the writer's room throwing <laughs> papers around because that's a <laughs> that's a great idea. <laughs> well, it, yeah. I, I can only really narrow it down to two. I mean, I, I was trying. I couldn't get rid of. I had, to, I had two of them. So one of them is just the exposition scene to the investigation guy, like when she's in the hospital. And that guy is sitting there. I don't know what he is, a detective or who, who the hell this guy is. And he basically just makes her explain to him what we have just seen in the past, yeah. you know, 15 minutes. Yeah. Uh, adding absolutely nothing yeah. to the, like, you know, aside from the whole scene is just to set up this thing like, oh, I've smuggled an android in here inadvertently. Right. Which could have been done. Which so is just her fault. She's completely she was at fault. Labor. It couldn't be yeah. less her fault. <laughs> Don't blame her. Yeah, that you guys didn't do your fucking job. Uh, I just found that exhausting. I'm like, really? You're going to make us sit here while you tell us the whole story of what's just happened. And to <laughs> yeah. this guy who then, yeah. doesn't, who then doesn't believe her. And then to, to reveal this thing that we already knew that this guy's an android. Like I knew that five seconds after they introduced the uh, <laughs> yeah. exposition yeah. guy, they was an android. Oh, so man. I wasn't, so, oh, so, my so and my, my second one was, do they really need a second montage? So they do the first montage of wouldn't it, you know, wouldn't it be nice, you know, uh, like <laughs> with her and the baby, like how their life would have been when she's writing the letter. Yeah. And then after she hands the baby over, they do the whole same montage, except now he's got like, he's got like Korean parents with, with the same kind of like large colonial house in the Midwest somewhere. Yeah. In the Midwest. No exactly. It's no not Androids. North Korea. That was not North Korea. Well, this is why yeah, like, she's imagining it. It's not the true story, which is that okay. North, North Korea has conspired to steal American <laughs> babies. I don't know. I don't even, I don't even know if she was imagining it. It's like, is this what her imagination is, or is this the reality? And, and if this is the reality, then geez, North, the Korea is doing great, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, the apocalypse has been good to them because <laughs> they started it, guys. This is the they made uh, a yeah. deal with the android. <laughs> I don't know. This is just this whole uh, movie didn't need to be here. What about a scene you uh, wish you were in? I wish I was in that scene. It's really freaking cool. Yeah, really freaking cool. I wish I was in that scene. Don't you? Uh, I want to be yeah. the lieutenant in charge of security at the gate to Boston. <laughs> when the truck drives up... First of all, I'd be like, why didn't you close the doors Wait, at the back of the truck? truck? Which the truck? truck with the pregnant lady in it. How did they get a truck? How do you oh. know there was a truck? He drove away in a truck. Did he? His house was a truck. 
Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Sorry. So, pardon me. So yeah. this truck drives up. With all this technology. With a, with a guy driving it and then a lady, pregnant lady hanging out the back. And I'd have been like, okay, what's going on here? And they would have said, well, this woman is giving birth or whatever. And I'd be like, okay, well, you can come in here. Let's just make sure to check <laughs> that they're not androids. Right, everybody? Easy. Like, easy. Yeah, like we did like before. Private yeah. Simpson, Prison Johnson. Like, you know your jobs, right? You're supposed to make sure they're not androids. So go ahead and go do that. I just, I want somebody to be in charge of that uh, gate yeah. to stop. Like, it's ludicrous. Yeah. Anyway. You know, I my scene that I wish I was in was, um, well, obviously I would have done everything differently, but if I had to be her and I could do one thing differently, I when he is ripping on that motorcycle, trying to put it back together, I would have slapped him across the face and said, shut the fuck up. We are staying here and I'm having this baby. We're not driving a motorcycle that is extremely loud through 20 miles and of forest filled with And then take a picnic Android. break halfway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would have just, or maybe I would have just like, I don't know, left him and gone on off on my own because he's an idiot. But she's an idiot too, so I don't know. Uh, huh. That was my scene. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I, I would have wanted to be like, you know, when when uh, when exposition guy rescues her and drags her into the trailer. I would have liked to. I know she was like exhibiting the human human uh quality of like love and whatever. I would have liked to be somebody there, but was emitting like the human quality of like general curiosity like i would be like like hey that's a cool vest like why is it made out of pop can lids what's with all this stuff like what what, this whole time where did you get all these cans of tuna like why is it wouldn't it be easier to see look look out at the world with no glasses rather than one that's completely smashed Or take the lens of the broken glass out and just have the one good lens. Any, yeah, any like I would just ask just a few questions. Like, how did this truck get here? What are you doing here? What's going on? What? How did we all? How did this all happen? Oh my god! <laughs> like, no, no, she just went to take a nap. Yeah. So, well, she yeah. was nine months pregnant. We should, we should not. You know, she's probably very tired. And- I can being nine months pregnant is no excuse for not recognizing an android. <laughs> Oh my god. And why how is he so diabolical? Like if he is that diabolical, theoretically all the other androids would be as intelligent. Yeah, how did he why is exactly yeah. and why isn't he with other and I don't understand any of it. Nobody knows why the androids are doing what they're doing. No. Like how, how they were how? able to do what they're doing. It's a North Korean plot. Oh, oh right, it's a North Korean plot. But tell us about it. Give us a two minute introduction. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Um God, we got You know what I was you know what I was really wishing for in this? What? If this is the last thing I'll say about it. Is did you, do you remember the Justin? You would remember this, the first Red Dawn movie. Yes. Like with uh, who was even in that? Charlie Sheen and yeah. all those guys. Fantastic. And and that uh, this pilot crash lands amongst them, so they're kind of out in the woods living this life, and they don't really know what's happened. But this guy, exposition guy, crash lands a pilot, and he explains what's going on. You know. And that was so great. I just was craving somebody just to crash land in the middle of this movie and explain to me what the hell is happening. <laughs> well, well, but, you, the uh... only exposition guy that did that was 60 minutes in. That's when Exposition Man starts his right. exposition and doesn't actually tell us anything. Anything at all. Useful. Yeah. He tries Completely to. useless. But then he's like, love, love is the reason. And I'm like, oh, shut up. <laughs> well, you're right. They needed yeah. 10 minutes in some sort, even a voiceover yeah. at the, at, during the credits. Yeah. Or something. Anything yeah. at all. I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, 
Or even that surly, the surly guy who lost an eye in the, yeah, in the shirtless, shirtless oil fight. If he, I thought he was going to like explain something. Or but maybe he didn't the even... doctor woman in the very first doctor. No, where she no nobody has any information. Nobody's helpful <laughs> at all. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. It's just, oh. Anyway, it's does anybody old. have any... Does anybody have any trivia? No. I didn't look up anything. I, I didn't care. I enough. couldn't engage with this material. So stupid. I, I just, <laughs> Dave, did you? I just looked up some stuff on AI. Like I'm like, okay, well, how real? How close are we to all this? Oh, like, I, how ooh. close are we? To be fair, I like this subject quite a bit. Yes. So let's hear, it, Dave. What do you got? Well, so I don't know if you guys are familiar with. You probably are, Justin. The term is the singularity. Why? Yes, I am, sir. It's like it's the hypothetical point in time at which technological growth becomes uncontrollable and irreversible, resulting in unforeseeable changes to human civilization. So it's like a runaway intelligence reaction that takes out takes over, right? Which is a lot of what happens with these movies is we're we're in charge, we're in charge, we're in charge. Suddenly we're not in charge anymore. Like the the AI becomes becomes its own thing and it 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 locks us out, right? That's the whole premise of a lot of these but but uh ray kurtzwheel i think he's the director of engineering for google he's predicted that computers will achieve human intelligence by like 2029 and it's, and this singularity he predicts would happen by like 2045 Ooh. at the rate we're going now okay I'll yeah alive then oh dear yeah. yeah, it's kind of scary. But but the, the thing that gets me about this is like we're trying to emulate something we don't even really understand. Like we don't even really understand human intelligence, but we're trying to recreate it. But there's all these ways. Uh, I don't know if you've ever, Justin, you've ever heard of the Turing test. Have you ever heard of the Turing test? Indeed I have. Alan Turing, yeah. Yeah. Alan Turing. Have you ever heard of this, Ashley? I know Alan Turing. I don't know what the Turing test is. Yeah, so he's the guy that basically helped crack the Enigma code in World War II. Oh, yes, yes. And he, and he came up with this test of, like, what what would a passable artificial intelligence be? And, and his test would be, like, if you had a conversation with this robot and you didn't know it was a robot, and then afterwards um, you couldn't tell that you were just talking to a robot, then that's passes that passes the test. And, you know, that's... Ooh. But that leaves a lot of holes, right? Like... <laughs> Very I mean, basic. that's, a, that's a, yeah, like what if they're pretending to be, you know, so that's the other thing is, is emulation actually an artificial intelligence. Have is, you seen Ex Machina? The, the, the yeah, movie? exactly. Which is about the Turing test yeah, kind yeah. of in a way. And they, and they have these competitions for chatbots and things to see if you, a chatbot can confuse people into thinking it's human. Ooh. Uh, but, um, but it's, I mean, to pass a Turing test just based on linguistic aptitude or fooling people into thinking you're real is not that hard because no. you can just have just a brute force kind of like big list of all the possible uh, questions and answers, and then it just randomly chooses it from that. And, that, and that's by no, no depth. That's not in any form of intelligence that resembles the thing we're kind of talking about yeah, with this yeah. kind of intelligence. So the Turing test is interesting for sure, mm -hmm. but uh, not not really used in a serious way by scientists who are trying to make. AI, I think. Okay. Hmm. But um, but there's a, there's a lot of debate on this subject as to whether, first of all, what is intelligence? What are we talking about? Uh, can we create it? Is it even possible? Is the singularity just a fun science fiction thing, or is it real? And there's an amazing spectrum of debate about what what is what is real and what is not in Ooh. this. There's some certainly some people, and I would be in that camp, who would say like you, <clears throat> you don't necessarily need a body 
a human mind and a nervous system or whatever or a, a biological system to create a complex thinking machine however i still think uh intelligence as we understand it in humans and other animals does for whatever reason seem to require this development Biology? yeah uh, uh, uh like the 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 interaction between the, the brain and the body which is all kind of the same thing when it goes mm. to creating the mind um come coming up and developing from the time it's single cells and replicating right. until, and like there's something weird going on with that system which is almost impossible to replicate artificially mm. that, that's the goal is to make something like that mm -hmm. but i personally have always swayed by the thing of like now we're not going to create human-like intelligence we'll create something else like these deep learning ai yeah. systems which do something not Different. quite the same and in some cases better they're mm -hmm. more efficient than human intelligence at perceiving and understanding and making patterns mm -hmm. um but is it the case that <laughs> that sort of thing could turn into like an android that thinks and acts like a human and becomes smarter than a human like this singularity and takes over the world i don't think so i'm quite swayed by like no they're just going to be single tasked things mm. right they're really good at one thing they're not good at a Multiple ton of different things. things like humans are they're not going to have this same form of self-awareness or metacognition mm. and th thinking about their own thinking that allows them to come up with dastardly plans <laughs> like you know what i mean and be so anyway yeah. blah, blah 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 the point is no it's... singularity yeah not gonna happen you ray make... kurtzweil wow. you're awesome i disagree <laughs> That's yeah. a really it, well, and this is this is why this topic is so interesting, and why these types of movies get so popular because it is in, it, it's there's so many options and there's so many ways to portray <coughs> those ideas and how how things could go and where you know where we where we might be in the future. But it's um, so it's just it's fun to think about. It's interesting to Abs watch and to see and oh, it's hmm. it's great because it's not only is it fun to think about, but it is literally something scientists are working on. Yeah, right. So it is a potential reality that androids would exist and kill everybody it's not just science fiction mm -hmm. uh, maybe or maybe yeah. not in any event that's exactly why science fiction is amazing because yes. you take what is possible and you envision what it would like it be like if it were real and yep. that includes androids yep you know and i agree it's inherently interesting i agree with dave we should see more of this because yep. we have to address these issues especially as ai as we see now is being used all the time yep. in like even in a healthcare setting to make better diagnostic decisions right yeah you might even have an ai which determines what is the best course of action for public health in, in like a, a an outbreak or a pandemic and a, and a right further, yeah, in a future and then pandemic. you would, mm. because they're better at it than humans and mm -hmm. so then we're getting all of our we're getting public health information from a machine instead of a human instead of a human right mm -hmm. that's a thing that's well, and, already happening and the very fun part of of humanity or <laughs> very fun and very um dangerous part of humanity which is the the spirituality aspect where people are not comfortable or okay with with this type of a future for us where we're not making our own decisions where where there's no there's no soul or like you know what i mean like the, uh, yeah i that, love oh, it's so it's such, a, yeah. it's such a ripe sort of like fertile ground for these things like, have you read this the scythe uh, series that's the no. young adult series it's about this there's this thunderhead i think it's called this ai that is, is outsourced all of the decision making for human governments and oh. things anyway there's we'll but talk about it that's one of a million versions of an ai which is which is doing human-like intelligence things and become well it, it creates it opens a whole door to ethics too right and what's because yes. you know once you start creating things like uh, you've seen all the boston dynamics robots and once you start creating a service class of robots <laughs> that serve us like what is our ethical responsibility right. 
Asimov. Servants. Go ahead and read some Asimov well, that's novels true. Then, with the principles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what moral obligation do we have toward an AI? Yeah. And what what sort of intelligence or cognitive skills would it require so that we give it consideration at all? Yeah. Uh, is a question mm -hmm. that is similar to the question of animals. Yeah. Um, but as we make more and more advanced AI, it's going to be a fascinating <clears throat> and interesting question. Yeah. Like, how should you be treating your Android? Ooh. You know, as like, it gets as it gets closer to a point of they can emulate human emotions. Like there is there is uh, very recently have you seen that robot where they've got a facial? It's a facial expression, uh, expression thing, and it, it emulates human facial expressions. Yes, exactly. So. Yeah. So, what point when you know it's very fine line between emulation and what is authentic, and how do you react to that? And is like, would you right? You know, it's one it's one thing to push a robot vacuum down the stairs, but can you push <laughs> down push a you know person with a human face down the stairs? And and how does that? What's the moral? Right. And then you get and then you get philosophers involved, like you, Dave, who studied philosophy, to answer the question of does is it possible that this human face holding vacuum creature experiences the world in a human like way? I does robot. It, yeah. Still one of the best movies yeah. about this. <laughs> and that's stuff. yeah, and that's yeah. the ex machina thing. Yeah. It tells you it's experiencing emotion. Is it really experiencing mm. it? And whether or not it's experiencing it or not, how would you know? And how would it know? And how would it know? Yeah. And what obligation do you have toward it based on this ambiguity? I all love, right. These are great questions. All right. So let's all agree that we are huge sci-fi nerds, especially when it comes to AI, but that this particular movie <laughs> <laughs> was a huge disaster yeah, it and didn't could address not have that. failed more spectacularly. That's a firm non-recommendation from Ashley. Yeah. And Justin, I'm assuming you're in the same boat. Same boat. Same boat. See how I said same that? Same boat, boat, Justin. Uh, boat. Don't say boat. boat, Dave. I don't want to hear boat, Boston, or baby. Boat. Those are the three words I don't want to hear. Um, <laughs> I would say it's not a great movie. And I would probably have watched it anyway. And so if there was another person like me out there, I'd be like, yeah, it's not a great movie, but it's got androids in it. And Chloe Moretz there is a good actor. Mm, yeah. And so... Um, it's not the worst thing you could see. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch anything with sci-fi stamped on it. I yeah, really but will. This was just so bad. It was just, oh, it wasn't. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I would say only to specific people would I recommend this. All so. right. Dave. Yeah. I would say affirm this was a garbage fest. Uh, there's yes. so many better movies that cover <laughs> yes. this exact same topic in a much better way. Yeah. I that, robot uh, X machina. What else? <laughs> life. Yeah. Life is too brief to waste your time on this nonsense. I and agree. yeah, all yeah, to say, yeah, she's a great actor. Uh, and I feel bad that, that she had to be tied to this, to be yeah. honest with you. This uh, is a waste of her time and our time. And All right. All right. So <laughs> we've we've now pummeled this poor movie. And it's <laughs> now time to determine what is the next thing that we're going to pummel and yeah. or love. What is it? Oh, God. Um, so the number one film <laughs> on Netflix worldwide at the moment is called Brazen. Oh, oh, this has um Don't... this has Alyssa Milano. Okay. From Charmed. I do like Alyssa, Alyssa from Milano. From Charmed. Yeah. I'm Alyssa Milano from Charmed, yeah. she said, Dave. Yeah. From Charmed. From Charmed. <laughs> Can what? you name you're something a... else that she's in? No. <laughs> you're, you're not a you're not a charm head, Justin. No, I love I'm not a charm. Charmed. She's amazing in Charmed. Okay. All right, Milano. I would I am I would like to I would choose that just for her. But what's the other thing? What's the TV show? Who's the boss? What? 
<laughs> All right, that's it. You're making me feel so old. Once every episode, you make me feel so old. That's my part. That's what I do here, Justin. Anyway, it's called Brazen, and it's got, I guess, Melissa, Alyssa Milano, and then some bearded dude, and they're almost kissing. So it's okay. like every romance novel but cover. What's the what's the one? Did you say brazen or like grazen? Like Bra- what cattle do? B-R-A-Z-E-N. Or as you Canadians say, Zed. B-R-A-Z-E-N. Wait, what's the TV show? What's the number one TV show? Stay close. But but we're not going to watch that. We're going to watch brazen. Okay, I'm all right with it. I like Alyssa Milano. I was actually going to watch this last night because I was so mad when this movie was finished that I needed a palate cleanser. Oh. And we ended up watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood which I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's a Quentin Tarantino movie. Um, anyway. Well, that'll, that'll cleanse your palate. <laughs> <laughs> it did something. Anyway, three hours of boring and then violent and then anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was going to watch this and I should have okay. because it would have Well, been now you're choice. definitely going to watch All it. Right. Dave, we're going to watch Brazen. Everybody out there, uh, again, Do thank it. you to our audience yes, for, thank you. for sticking with us. <laughs> and all As of, we yell. And... As we yell. <laughs> As I think we were very animated this session yeah. about how much we didn't like this. It was bad. We would have all we would have all been killed by sound sensing androids. Oh yeah. <laughs> Nobody faster than I. That's correct. Okay, well, thank you for joining us. It's yes. a pleasure to have you your earballs tuned to us. Yeah. And um, we will catch you next week. Next week. All right. See you later. Bye. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a rating and maybe a review on the Apple Podcast Store. This is the number one thing you could do to help out the show, strangely enough. And it's simple and it's easy and you can do it right now. If you got a bit of extra cash to kick around and want to support the show financially, check us out on whyarepeoplewatchingthis.com. There's a link there to support the show. The music you hear during the show is written and produced by me and my very talented wife. Why Are People Watching This is a production of Outside the Lines Press with support from the Black Box Collective and Anaganish Improv.